With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The latest COVID-19 test results are in. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee says of the 316 results received, all are negative. So our total remains at 201 people who've been positive in the Cayman Islands, with three of those being on Cayman BRAC. There are no symptomatic people, six asymptomatic people, no one is admitted, and 194 have recovered. There are 63 people in government isolation facilities, 23 in home isolation. Dr. Lee notes the number of tests are smaller than we've seen in the past, and he urged people to continue to respond to requests for testing or register online to do so. We're continuing to call and ask people to come for testing, but they are not necessarily inclined to come. So I would please encourage you, if you are called, to please present for testing. It's really important that we continue to screen the population to make sure there has been no um, outbreaks that we could potentially put a stop to. So I would appreciate your consideration of that. In terms of the antibody testing, there have been 994 antibody tests conducted so far. Um, we have been calling forward a lot of people who were PCR positive previously, as well as doing a lot of healthcare staff. And so this is not a, um, a sample that's representative of the population. Um, there will be more people that are positive in this group that we've called forward, these 994. Dr. Lee says 41 people tested positive. 33 of them were known to have been positive from PCR tests. Three were contacts of people who'd previously tested positive for COVID from PCR testing. And five people had no history of being positive on PCR. Nine people were negative who had been positive on PCR tests, which Dr. Lee says can occur for a number of reasons. Premier the Honorable Alden McLaughlin says the islands are on the right track. We've continued with our regressive testing program and have seen more than 1,600 tests carried out with very low positive results, and those that have tested positive have all been asymptomatic. This is excellent news as we continue to reopen our economy and society. The Premier says it's been two weeks since we ended all curfews, saw more people returning to the workforce, increased the number of people who can gather to 25, and reopened our churches, cinemas, and beauty salons. While for the time being we remain at level two minimal suppression, I'm very comfortable moving to the next reopening changes that will come into effect on Sunday, 5th July. As we reported previously, that includes educational institutions and facilities, including summer camps, vacation Bible schools, which may commence full operation, including social and sporting activities, with the exception of contact sports, which the Premier says are planned to start on the 19th of July. As to restaurants and bars on Grand Cayman and Cayman Brac, they will be able to offer both indoor and outdoor services, with tables now six feet apart. An exercise in gyms is back starting this Sunday. The public gathering limit remains at 25. Now, His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper remains encouraged by the testing numbers. It does confirm that we have successfully shielded ourselves from the pandemic, which sadly across the world is accelerating. Um, we have 10 million cases, 500,000 deaths, and um, I was struck by the fact that 60% of those cases have appeared in the last 30 days. Mr. Roper says the situation in the U.S., however, remains worrying, but Cayman is carefully monitoring developments there. I think it's worth saying that, that COVID is, uh, it remains a marathon. It's not going to be a sprint. It is going to be with us for the foreseeable future. 
Um, we have to live with it until we get a vaccine. Which is hopefully sooner rather than later. The governor says there are 17 vaccine trials underway right now, describing Oxford University in the UK as the most advanced. He also encouraged continued discipline on social distancing and hygiene. The National Emergency Operations Centre, NEOC, meantime, has been stood down. The National Emergency Operations Centre was stood down last week due to the risk in the Cayman Islands not justifying the full activation of the NEOC. And various work continues behind the scenes with both public and private partnerships, uh, includes things like shelter, finding extra shelter and warehousing space and so forth. Hazard Management Cayman Islands Director Danielle Coleman tells Radio Cayman the islands have been doing extremely well in the fight against COVID-19 and we need to continue to ensure we're protecting ourselves from the virus. That includes things, again, like wearing masks, um, sanitizing hands, and ensure we're socially distancing. Um, Should the needs arise, obviously, we can reactivate very, very quickly, be it for COVID or a hurricane or any other emergency we face. But again, it's wonderful to see uh, we've we've come through this um, tremendously well, and we're all working together, and uh, long may it continue. For more information on COVID-19 and applicable policies, visit explore.gov.ky forward slash coronavirus. In other local news, House Speaker and West Bay MLA, the Honorable McKeeva Bush, pleads not guilty to assault charges stemming from an incident earlier this year at Coral Beach. Via video link, Mr. Bush pleaded not guilty to common assault and drunken disorderly conduct. Mr. Bush is accused of assaulting a female employee of Coral Beach back in late February and refusing to leave the premises when asked. The Legislative Assembly has been suspended until the end of the month when lawmakers are expected to tackle Cayman's domestic partnership bill. As the Premier moved the adjournment of the House Thursday night, he was met with a question from Georgetown Central MLA Kenneth Bryan. I was just hoping that the Honorable Premier can indicate what he was intending to address uh, in the next uh, meeting of the House uh, because I think that there might be indications to deal with the domestic partnership bill. I just want to know, because I have a lot of work to do, to speak to my people about that domestic partnership bill if that is intended at the next date. I said that to the member yesterday. I said it to him today. I say to him for the third time publicly, the domestic partnerships bill will be part of the government's agenda at that meeting, but it won't be the only matter that we address. The Honorable Alden McLaughlin says his government was hoping to reconvene the week of July 27th, raising concerns from Leader of the Opposition, the Honorable Arden McLean. The domestic partnership bill came out tomorrow a week ago, and there was a 30-day consultation. And you're telling me someone is going to formulate all that response within a few days? How are we going to consult with our people? Not even public meetings you can have now. You are somewhat restricted from going house to house. It's it's going to be an uphill battle. The premier did not respond and the meeting was adjourned. His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper announced the publishing of the domestic partnership bill last week, calling it a, quote, welcome step on the path to ensuring that the rights of everyone and the territory are upheld and that Cayman law is compliant with a recent ruling of the Cayman Islands Court of Appeal. A domestic partnership is defined as an interpersonal relationship between two individuals who live together and share a common domestic life but are not married.
We saw five private members' motions voted on in the Legislative Assembly Thursday, including the member from Savannah's proposal on protecting Cayman's marine environment, citing the success of catch limits and marine protected zones on the local marine population. MLA Anthony Eden asked government members to consider beefing up the enforcement capabilities at the Department of Environment. Be it therefore resolved that the government considers using monies from the Environmental Fund to purchase the necessary equipment to develop a marine enforcement unit with within the Department of Environment, and be it further resolved that monies from the Environmental Fund are used to cover the yearly recurrent expenditure of such unit. Mr. Eden says poaching in local waters, including marine parks, is out of control, describing the area from Bodentown up to Frank Sound as plundered. There's very little marine life left. There's very little conch, very little lobster, if any, if you can find it. When these areas were protected and allowed to be left alone, that there was significant improvement and returning of marine life in these marine parks. Environment Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour reminded members that disbursement of the Environmental Protection Fund can only be made in accordance with resolutions made by Finance Committee for the purposes of defraying the expenses occurred in protecting the environment of the Cayman Islands. Madam Speaker, the measures proposed in the private member's motion, purchasing of operational equipment, hiring of long-term employees, and funding recurrent departmental expenditure do not appear to be consistent with the eligible uses of the fund as described in the National Conservation Council's guidance note on the EPF fund. But the Premier weighed in on the debate, adding the Attorney General had reviewed the private member's motion and there was, quote, scope to utilize funds for some of the purposes the motion seeks. And so as the motion asks the government to consider, we will consider the matter and respond to the mover and indeed to the, the House more broadly. The motion passed Thursday night. The Childhood Immunization Program resumes this month with an island-wide campaign across all districts. As Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports, the initiative is organized to reduce the backlog of missed immunizations following their suspension during the shelter-in-place regulations over the past three months. The national immunization campaign will also include the yearly school entry vaccines undertaken by the public health department. Parents with booked appointments that were cancelled due to the stay-at-home and shelter-in-place orders will be contacted to have these appointments rescheduled. To provide more convenient options for parents and caregivers, the public health department will expand access to vaccination programs through district health centers with special clinic hours as follows. Eastern districts, July 20th through July 24th, West Bay, July 27th through July 31st, Georgetown, August 3rd through August 7th, and for Faith Hospital on Cayman Brack and Little Cayman Clinic, residents should contact Faith Hospital to make arrangements. Additional clinics may also be available during the week of August 17th for parents and children who are returning to the island later or missed the district sessions. Director of Primary Healthcare Services Dr. Samuel Williams Rodriguez urges parents and caregivers to take advantage of the scheduled clinic dates in each district. We have gone through the process now of dating our national immunization records and now we are in the process to start contacting the patients to do the catch-up. So all the public health nurses are now focusing on this. The number of COVID cases are less 
and the number of patients that we are actually doing contact tracing for COVID is less. So right now we have a little bit more time to focus more on vaccination and immunization program in the Cayman Islands. And we're definitely going to be able to catch up within the next month or so with all our immunization practice here in the Cayman Islands. The three-week campaign by the Public Health Department is intended to reach more than 400 children to ensure they are caught up with their routine immunization. The Cayman Islands has been recognized and awarded by the Pan American Health Organization as one of the leading countries in the Americas region, which has deployed and maintained a robust vaccination schedule with more than 90% of the population immunized annually. For more information on the Childhood Immunization Program resumption, contact the Public Health Department on 244-2889. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. As the Health Services Authority began to reopen services, they are seeing an increased number of requests for appointments. But Medical Officer of Health for the Health Services Authority, Dr. Samuel Williams-Rodriguez, says that should not discourage patients from making an appointment. We already started, especially in primary health care, I think I will encourage them to attend the primary care physician uh, to get assessed and to make sure that all the chronic conditions are up to par, all the investigations that need to be done are up to date. And if they need a referral for specialist, that will be done as well. We're trying to get back to normal. The appointment will take a little bit longer now because of the backlog and all the measures that we need that we have in place to prevent any COVID infection. So we'll encourage the patient to contact their health care provider, the appointment trade to make an appointment now at the HSA. The Farmers and Artisans Retail Market presents Mango Monday over the long weekend at the market at the Cricket Grounds. I'm extremely excited. I know it is something that came online relatively quickly, actually just last week, and it was done in response to the fact that this bumper crop of mangoes and what's happening with COVID, we have to do things to help stimulate business with the local farmers and with the local artisans. Lydia Ray is owner of Powder Monkey Gourmet Treats. She says it's an opportunity for farmers to sell their mangoes due to the bumper crop we're having this year. Mangoes are wasting. So we're looking at ways to show people how diverse a product mango is and also to show people what different businesses, what different vendors, what different farmers are doing with mango on island. So whether you want to taste a decadent mango marshmallow or try some mango lotion or mango hair product, Mrs. Ray says this is an event you do not want to miss. For myself, Powder Monkey, we're going to be doing mango marshmallows. We're going to be doing a delicious snack to go with our planting chips, which is a mango chicken curry salad. We have mango popsicles. We have a Filipino mango dessert, which is like a mango cassava. We have a mango cassava cake. We have mango pastries. We have mango juices, a range of mango juices, mango smoothies, mango panna cotta, mango ice cream. We have other products as well, mango skincare products that's coming from Cayman Scent. That's Miss Angela. She does all the soaps and the lotions and the body scrubs. She makes everything from scratch. And then there is a lady by the name of Samantha. She does, She works at Pretty Woman Salon, and she specializes in curls. And Samantha makes her own products out of natural foods and products that you find. And so she uses mango, but she uses overripe mango, I believe, and also mango seeds. 
to bring and restore the health and life to your hair and to your curls, all kinds of curls. And we have some savory dishes. I cannot leave out Jessica from Taste This Life. And Jessica is going to bring some sweet and savory dishes. And that's going to be a little bit of a surprise. A reminder, though, the farmer's market does have strict regulations that they're asking customers to adhere to. The market allows 25 people in at a time. You have to wear your mask and we are expected to social distance. You know, we're expecting to adhere to that as well as when you come in, you're going to get your hands sanitized. And so time is 10 to 4. We know it's a holiday. Some people want to sleep in, but we put it that time so it's a long enough time that everybody is spaced out long enough that everybody doesn't have to come at one time. So come in and look around, see what you want, buy and sample, and then just be mindful that there may be people wanting to come inside as well. So you can get the contact information for the businesses that you're interested in and you can contact them outside of that market space. Again, Mango Monday is this Monday at the Market at the Cricket Grounds. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.